Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Look at sunshine now. Look at you. You look, you look amazing now. <laughs> Sun, why, the, why, the wired network is working. The sunshine's come out. Let's, yeah. let's, let's knit all this together. Lino, how do you work that one out? You don't mind Mrs. Good have played against him. I've got to be careful. I'm sorry at all this. That's a lot of. You've got to die to get three points. Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the latest episode of the Die for Three Points podcast. I'm your host, David Prutton, alongside the formidable Mr. Neil Warnock. Neil, how are we? Yeah, good morning. Cold. Uh, everybody <laughs> is around the country, aren't they? But um, I mean, it's such a fresh and dry. Wonderful sunshine coming through the windows now, and it's uh, it's it was minus seven this morning. So, uh, but uh, everything's going all right now. And you've been out looking after the local wildlife. You were just telling me. Yeah, yeah. I love my wildlife. <laughs> I've uh, I've got about three lots of different seeds and things. And uh, mm. this morning, because all the seeds are frozen up, Dave, I've I've actually got some little plates. So I've gone round. I've got a couple of tables, and I've put my seed on the plate so that the, the, the my robin I've got a robin that comes I'm sure he'll come on my hand one day uh, I hope I can film it for me but uh, That'd be wonderful I talked to him to in the morning you've got to look after them if you can and uh, my pond I've got a pond at the, at the bottom which is half frozen right. so um, you know it's uh, I'm hoping that the ducks are all right so it's it's <laughs> uh, it's one of those things isn't it it, 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 uh, it sounds idiotic down, the down there the, the, the stress of living. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Retirement. Not down for three points. Not down for three points at this moment in time. Just looking after wildfowl down, really down in the West Country. Thank you uh, for that update. I mean, yeah. there's so much to talk about. Okay. We've had a couple of weeks off, haven't we? But we'll, we'll get on to the real kind of meat on the bones, which is what's happened with England in the World Cup. But in that interim period, there's been a birthday. Many happy returns. How did you spend it? Yeah, I don't... I don't... I try not to remember them now, I, if I can. That's all. When you're younger, you want to be older. When you're 19, you want to be 24, don't you? When you're 73, you do not want to be 74. You want to be 50. So it's, um, yeah, I had a good time. We, I, I did a, uh, we, uh, Sharon and I went up to London and we did a, mm-hmm. uh, a, a league manager's, I, I did a, attended a league manager's function. And uh, okay. and then we went to see Pretty Woman in, a, in, in the West End. And so I really enjoyed it a couple of days and, and we tret ourselves. We have a what they call a pullman up from Plymouth, and uh, you can have a three course meal on it and things. So with it be my birthday, um, yeah. I had the works, and it was it was lovely travelling like that. Really, uh, you know, I thought we'd get it in before all the strikes. It all, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, looks, that's a, that's it sounds like point. everybody's going to be on strike. Yeah, you've, you've you've timed that to absolute perfection. Now, now I was I was looking at when your specific birthday was, and obviously. As we get into December, you share it with these notable people. It, I mean, it's it covers a whole gamut of different people. You've got Bette Midler on the same day. You've got Richard Pryor on the same day. Obviously, God rest his soul. Uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, Zoe Kravitz. You've got John Densmore, the Doors drummer. And you've also got Pablo Escobar. So I think we've covered the whole spectrum of people that you could be sharing a birthday with. Yeah. I hope they'll be and, saying, oh, uh, Neil Warnock's got his birthday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll be going, Neil who? Yeah. Neil who? Yeah. 
<laughs> with the bloody LZ. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm, trying to, I'm trying to work out the, the the line that connects all those people, but I mean that, that that's for a different podcast. That that could take us a very very yeah. long time. Let, let's get back yeah, yeah, yeah. to the football. Um, of course, we all saw England unfortunately bow out against France. Where did you watch the game, Neil? Uh, just with the family. Um, mm. um, Amy, a boyfriend, came down, and uh, and William was here, so we all got to behind the screens, and we had a bit of a you know uh, we were gonna gonna have one of those takeaways, but we thought. When we rang up, I think everybody was having a takeaway that night. <laughs> At the same they? time, so we ended up doing it as doing it ourselves, mm. and uh, we enjoyed it. It was, it was good, but uh, you know, obviously disappointing the way it was. You know, mm. it, um, uh, how it panned out, and once again, you, you know, you almost felt the inevitability, Dave, didn't you? Even though we played so well, mm. it was, it was, it was. You know, I know everybody's saying, "Here we go again," but. Um, you know, I, I was I was really disappointed because the lads they've done well they've, they've done well uh, in these competitive um, tra- you know uh, competitions. Yeah. The debate obviously rages around Harry Kane. Um, <laughs> wonderful first penalty. I mean, it should have had a penalty before that. I think we're all pretty categorical about that early doors in the game. Stepping up to take the second penalty. The, the, I've I've heard because I've spent a lot of time in the car driving here, there, and everywhere over the last few days. There's so many different opinions on this across the various radio networks. Some are saying that he yeah. shouldn't have taken the second penalty. That that is a team packed to the rafters with very, very good players. But surely Harry Kane stands head and shoulders above anyone else in that side to be taking the penalty. You wouldn't want anyone else on it, would you at all? First of all, it's Lloris who he plays with, mm. you know, trains with day in, day out. No doubt, text penalties against him, you know, um, and then we get, uh, you know, the first one which is very good, and then this happened. Now, I've I've never really had, um, I've I've never let my penalty taker take another one, if I'm honest. In the same game, I, I've always no, I, no, I haven't really. Wow. I've always talked to my penalty taker and said, I think, you know. Um, it, I think if you, sh- you should try and let somebody else take it. But on this occasion, Dave, mm. I've got to say, who would you have got to take it when you go through the team? You, you exactly. go through the team. None of the back four you'd, you'd want. You, nope. you'd, I, don't, I wouldn't want a young lad like Bellingham to have the responsibility, mm-hmm. even though he'd probably revel in it. Henderson, I wouldn't. Yep. You know, you, you, you've got you've got the other strikers. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fancy Zaka with a penalty, and no. I wouldn't fan, you know, and I wouldn't fancy Foden with. So I don't think there was much option, really. I think mm. that Kane had to take it. He's a captain, a leader. He picked the ball up, and and um, you know I don't think in his wildest dreams he could have envisaged such a poor penalty. You know, hit the target. I thought yeah. he would have just you know gone down the middle or hit it. But listen, I I cannot tell you, Dave. As a manager, I've never ever watched a penalty that my team have got had. Really? I never had the guts when I was never watched one. I always look away or look at my yeah. staff and I wait for the reaction. They're either had, had it head in their hands or you can hear the crowd, you yeah. know. I've never looked a penalty because I haven't got the guts to watch a penalty. I have never could never take a penalty because it <laughs> takes so much guts and, and a, t- t- a penalty with that pressure on. Mm. You know, knowing everything going through your mind, you know, I'll be pillared if, if I miss it. This is the mm. country, depending. I, I, I'm nothing, nothing but pride for Harry Kane. And I don't think any, I would have wanted anybody else when I go through that team to take a penalty, to take the penalty. 
and I would never ever criticise Kane because I, I just I could not have taken that in a million years. And all these people that say he should have done this, he should have exactly. done that. If they'd have been in that situation, they would have gone. You know, they would have messed themselves. I'm telling you, it took some guts that, and uh, so I, I'll never ever criticise Kane for that. The millions, the billions watching around the world, as you see him, the penalties awarded, he puts it down on the spot, and I'm sat there as a as a as a former footballer that could never lace Harry Kane's boots. I played with good players. You've looked after and managed very very good players, but I'm like you, Neil. I'm sat there watching him thinking how do you compartmentalize what he's doing he must know feel think that every single person on the our little island is watching him at the same time going come on harry come on harry. i mean that's i mean that separates good players from great players from top class players doesn't it being able to go this is my job this is what i need to do this is how i'm going to do it and just get on with it but as you say when you saw it go over the bar my heart just sunk for him because he He's, he's done so many good things for club and country over such a long period of time, hasn't he? He has, yeah. You know, having scored his first one, you know, he, he's got to also think that, that, you know, he could be the hero. So mm. I, I think it's, it's one of those things that has happened. We've all got opinions. All I know is I would never, ever criticise anybody that misses a penalty because I haven't got the guts to take one mm. myself. And, and I think it does take it. When you see these top players chip it yeah. down the middle oh. in cup final, I think, wow, if I was a manager, <laughs> I, would, I would get them by the neck. You know, it's, uh, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't watch that. So, Even though you managers, you coaches, you have to spend a lot of time on qualifications, a lot of time broadening out your experience, ticking all the boxes that go into putting a team together for a game. Is is the, that grey area where you can look around that team and you think, lads, you've given me everything, you've done everything. Normally, I put my house on Harry to score a penalty. It's just, as you say, one of those things because you'll get a section of fans that are tearing the hair out going, we need more detail than that. But sometimes it's the intangibles that can let you down in a game, isn't it? It is. I mean, you can't legislate for somebody missing a penalty. Uh, as a manager, you know, it's... Uh, I think it's what I'm a big believer in fate for whatever reason, mate. And and we're just not meant to be there at the minute in the, in the finals. We, we're getting, we're doing better. We're a lot better side. We're one of the best sides in the world now regarding young players. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and like I say, we'll talk we'll talk about Gareth in a bit. But it's it's just that fine line. You can't say we haven't got enough, you know, to get over the line. We missed a penalty from twelve yeah. yards, and then it's anybody's game. So you, you've got to keep things in perspective, really. It's the disappointment. Everybody wants it to carry on. Everybody, you know, demands it. And and there's got to be a scapegoat. You won't have a go at any of the players. How can you criticise any of the players that yeah. played? They gave everything. So who are you going to criticise? The manager. He's the easy shout. You know, get rid of him. He's no good. Don't know what he's doing. Substitute. Whatever you say, it's always the manager that gets the flack. The, the players don't get any, and they're quite right. They don't deserve to get flat. They, I, you know, they, they did everything, give everything they got, and uh, and and th and that's how it went. I'm afraid the, the manager he knew he knew straight away when that penalty went over the bar, mm -hmm. the criticism that he was going to get, and that's the job that it is. It's the worst job in the world, I think, the England job. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, I, I mean, 
Now, I, I want to talk about Gareth, but we'll talk about that in a, in a little while. So I, I wouldn't well, put any well, blame I, on the player. Yeah. No, I, I, and I think well, that, that reflects your approach to management as well, always taking the flack for your players. I'm sure behind closed doors, your uh, opinion was, was heard and it was put forth. But, right, that's it. We're going to take a little break. And as Neil says, because it's his podcast, after the break, we're going to talk about Gareth Southgate. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Okay, welcome back to the Die for Three Points podcast. We are debating the fallout from England coming out of the World Cup against France, most notably the managerial position, Gareth Southgate, of course, talked, Neil, about taking some time to reflect on what's happened. It, he looked pretty tired, I think, if we're all honest, uh, when you heard his post-match uh, interviews and press conferences, and understandably so. Big question for you. Do you think he, car- he should carry on and do you think he will carry on? Absolutely, yeah. I, I think this job, uh, and if I, I would say to him, be careful, because he... You're disappointed when things like that happen, and you make rash mm. decisions. I've done it. I've done it once, maybe twice in my career, where I've left a club and I shouldn't have done really. Um, but I think when Gareth sits down, this job is made to measure for Gareth Southgate. Nobody else. Mm-hmm. He, he grew up with the kids. The kids have come through. He's, he's an, a quiet, calm manager. Brings the best out of them. I think what 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 doesn't help Gareth is in between the major tournaments, we have stupid nation leagues and things like that <laughs> where you can't get the adrenaline going. You might as well have pre-season mm. friendlies. I could never get the adrenaline. And then you lose two or three, and that gives the ammunition for the press. So mm-hmm. for me, you know, I, I think it's those games that Gareth remembers losing three on the trot, four on the trot, whatever it was. And he thinks, well, oh, do I need that? the hassle again. He's got to switch off from that. He's the best one, but he's got to look at himself now and look at the, look at his staff and say, is there anywhere I could, is there anywhere I could um, get another 15, 20%? Mm-hmm. He's, he's not a stand up and die for three points manager. He's a, he's a very, <laughs> um, he's a very constructive in his mind. He speaks well. He thinks before he speaks. And I, I just I look at the staff he has 
and they're nice, they're nice people, nice guys, and that. And I just wondered if he needs another another right hand man. Are you with me? Yeah. A young Neil Warnock. He, he needs <laughs> he needs somebody uh, around him. I think a little bit more dynamic mm. than what there is, and and in the dressing think, room a little bit more dynamic. Do you think that's because he's naturally? It's the word conservative that that gets thrown around, doesn't it? You look at the previous. Euros and World Cup with regards to in-game management. What did you think his in-game management, it's such a buzz phrase, of this particular game was against France? Because, as you say, we're all disappointed that they came out, and, and heartbrokenly so. But it was a game where it didn't feel like the ones in the past where we were hanging on or we ran out of ideas or we looked frightened or scared or anything like that. We looked in the game so so if you reflect on it purely from a management point yeah, of view I think the decisions I, that he made were you happy with well i mean nobody's happy with the decisions uh, you know mm. the, and when they come off everybody praises the manager don't they yeah in, in this particular case everybody has opinion I, I think sometimes during the tournament he's probably been a little bit late in in that but i've got mm. to say from my experience when we're playing well you're loath to change it yeah. As a manager, you think, why change it? How are we going to do better when we're playing well? Then all of a sudden, a goal goes in, and you should have made the change 20 minutes ago. All the yeah. press and all the people. Well, that's rubbish. 20 minutes ago, we dominated them. So I, I, I don't see that, Dave. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I've done it myself, and I've kept on, and then lost a goal too late. We should have done it earlier. So it, it's, it's, um, I mean, Saka, I would have liked to have known if they took him off because he was shattered. Yeah. Um, or if, if, because you, we don't know, unless we're behind the scenes, what yeah, the player's absolutely. telling the manager. It's except, second guessing, except, isn't it? You know, and, and he did, he did some work, dear me. So I, I was, you know, I, I thought, I thought Mount, I felt Mount was the right one. Me, I thought Mount can come on and, and in that, in that space, which I yeah. think he's good at. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I would have thought Mount would have come on before Sterling. You know, so yeah. it's it's a it's a little you know I'm still a little bit perplexed about Sterling, but Sterling's always done well for Gareth. So as and a manager, he's, you, he's you know, like Maguire, players, isn't he? Uh, yeah, that, that, he is. Uh, I think you know. the point you're making there is such a good one because you make a change too early when the game's going well, and the finger gets pointed that you're trying to be too smart as a manager, isn't it? Trying to be too uh, uh, yeah. trying to overcomplicate things when sometimes. And again, when we're discussing this, and, and I'm not trying to say that it's like the Wizard of Oz, there's this huge curtain that comes by and all the machinations go on behind it. But having been in games and you're 50 odd years as a player and a manager, Neil, you, you, you're in games where it's comfortable. And the word comfortable doesn't get thrown around a lot in football, but you can sense it as a team. You think we're doing OK here. We're fine. We're absolutely fine. And and sometimes you look over and you think, well, why? What's the manager? Why is he bringing this player? And not because you you don't like the player, but you're going this feel. There's a feel about a game. There's a feel in game where you things are okay. And it felt like, as you say, with with England at times they felt okay. And then you look at latterly, you get greedish on for what two minutes, two and a half minutes. I, know. It, I, know. I mean, that, that, well, that was um, that was just because the other one was because yeah, Stones was coming up, wasn't it? That was it. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it's a it, it it is a difficult one. I think managers get you'll get you'll get you'll get criticised for whatever you do, mm. so you can't really win. There's only Gareth knows, um, like now. There's only Gareth knows if he wants to continue. All I would say to Gareth is, 
This mm. is made to measure. This is your, this is you, England job. Don't ever leave. You've just got to wait until they get rid of you yeah. and, and, and stick it out because you'll not get a better job. So I, mm. I hope he looks at his, the whole staff, not just himself, because I don't think there's a better person for managing England than Garrett. Um, well, I that just dovetails he... into what my next question is with regards to the names like Thomas Tuchel and Pochettino, complete non-starters for you when it comes to managing our national team. Absolutely, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think you get anything better out of the, yeah. the names. Hey, they're good managers, and I'm not saying they aren't. Um, but I think, I think ninety percent of what Gareth does is good, and and the players know him now; they respect him. I I just feel at times players need a bit of a kick up the backside. They need <laughs> they need a, another motivate. They need an arm round in the dressing room. They need a shout. Somebody needs to shout. Mm. I I can't see Gareth shouting at him. I can see him talking, you know, and I'm, I'm getting annoyed. But I, I just think the dressing rooms uh, for these cut cutthroat games. Yeah. I think you just need. Somehow, I can't. I can't really explain it. In the, I, I don't think it's coaching. I don't think it's tactical. I, I just think it's that little bit something different that he's got to change if he stays, and that that will be down to him. I think it'll be a big mistake if he leaves for himself, because I think he'll regret it in another year's time uh, to have an opportunity to work with the quality of players that he's working with, um, and you know, and he's done well. He look at his record. So stands up to anybody. So I, I think he's just got to have time with his family now, and then and then stop feeling sorry for himself uh, and get on with it. Really, uh, you know, he's, he knows he's not going to please everybody. There's always going to be people wanting him out um, because that's the game that we're all in, and you can't stop opinions. Uh, but he'll know that he's made mistakes. He'll think about his substitutions. He'll think about uh, one or two other things. But. I, I wonder if he's ever thought about bringing another member of staff in like that. Are you with me? Yeah, I just think that just just something else on that bench that needs to change to help him, really. Okay, then. So the domestic season, quite obviously, is 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 cracking on now. We're we're in that odd position where normally we've got a month or so to work through heartache and get back to the. Uh, to the day job, but these players are coming straight back into what will be a hectic Premier League season. What what do you think we'll see um, off the back end of the World Cup in the second half of the season in the Championship in the Premier League with these players coming back? I don't th- I don't think they've missed much really. It, 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 if they'd have been here, they'd have been playing twice and training every day, wouldn't they? So mm. I think it's given one or two a, a chance to break. Um, one or two clubs have had quite severe injury lists. They'll have relished this the, the opportunity to get one or two mm. players fit, uh, and I think it's going to be a great end of the season. I look at the championship, me, and you've got <laughs> Burnley. Who, to me, look look a class above anybody else. Yeah. Really, I think company and and Craig Bellamy. I think they've done a brilliant job up there because it's not easy. They brought that many players in, uh, and to to get the team as confident as they are and the options off the bench, I don't see anybody better. Um, Paul Eckenberg is doing well to keep Sheffield United up there. They've had horrendous injuries yeah. uh, at Sheffield, um, and I look at you know I look at the rest, and I've always said it, Dave. You know me. I think Middlesbrough's got as good a squad as anybody in that league, uh, and I, I honestly believe if I'd have, if I'd have stayed there that year, we'd have gone up in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and, and nothing's going to change my mind on that. 
And I think they've got a great chance, mate, of getting into the playoffs and then going up, mate. Yeah. So I look right down, um, you know, I think it's wide open, Dave. And then yeah. I, I go into the Premiership and I look at the Premiership and I think, wow, this is going to be fantastic. They, I mean, Arsenal to have lost Jesus like that. I, I mean, wow. Uh, mm, that one, is it? a big... That is a big blow. That he's a he's a horrible little person on that pitch. I love him <laughs> <laughs> as a manager. Oh, I absolutely love him. Go on, you that, nasty. That, that's a compliment. Thing. That's your compliment, yeah. there, isn't it? If, if people read that out of context, I think that's a bit mean. But when you when you know it's coming from you and the way you've said it, oh, that, that is the absolutely ultimate tribute you pay to him. <laughs> I do honestly. I'd, I'd have him anywhere, me. I'd have him. In, Going out with me to a pub at night as well inside of it. I think he's just a fabulous player. I mean, I, 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 mean I know they let him go, Man City, but it could come back to buy him. I never thought that Arsenal would sustain it at the moment. So if, if they Five could, points clear. Five yeah, points clear it, at the top of the Premier League, they are. But it's that's not invincible. That, that when, when I look at Man City, they're still the team, I think. I mean, um, Arsenal... They, they, I mean, the team that they've got, they, you know, they bring a couple in. They've got young mm -hmm. players flying as well. So I, I like the squad. It's good to have another team pushing Man City. I think Man City, that flaming good over the last few years. Uh, Liverpool have done well as well. And mm. it'll be interesting to see how Klopp goes on. Um, you know, it's the first sort of hiccup he's had for a, for, for a few years. But a good manager, he'll, he'll sort that out. And then, then you look at the earth. I mean... Who tipped Newcastle to be in the top five, David, at the start of the exactly. season? Exactly. Thank you very much. Uh, everybody I mean, said, you know, pie in the sky. Exactly. But, I mean, given what they've done, so it's Arsenal, 37 points, Manchester City, 32 points, Newcastle, two points behind Manchester City. The two above them have got games in hand, though, and Spurs in fourth. And we, we there was there was a section, of course, when Kieran Trippier joined Newcastle from Atletico Madrid saying... He's only going there for one reason, and 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 we all know what that reason would be. The record they're talking about the wages, etc. But he said he's come to join a big club gunning for the top four. So far, so good. They look like a team that could really mix it up in the Champions League positions, don't they? What I like, what I like about Eddie Howe, and I, I think I worried about Eddie going there at first because when he went to Burnley, he was he was lost really, mm. and he needed that home. That home loving which he got at Bournemouth, yeah, and to go to go there things if things didn't go right. But what I like about him, how he's just gone about it in a calm way. He's not signed, you know, Trippier. You wouldn't have expected Trippier to be his first signing. You know, you'd expect them to spend millions and everybody raving yep. about the money that they've got. I, mm -hmm. I think his signings have been good, mate. You know yeah. me, I love Dan Byrne. I, 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 he's superb, I'm, isn't he? I mean, I, I I really should be secretary of his fan club. Dan Burr, <laughs> because uh, because I think he's fabulous, mate. And not just, and you know, when I talk about England and that, I just think it, the way he talks and drives them on as well. That, yeah. That's what I think. That's what I think they miss. So I, I think I think Newcastle's got a lot of, you know, I don't. I hope they, they don't get carried away now and go silly and spend money on big players that will disrupt the dressing room. Yeah, because the dressing room. Has been, I mean, Almirian's been unbelievable, hasn't it? Superb you know, player. I mean, what a, some of mm. the fit. So, you know, they're they're excited. It'll, I'm looking to see how how Lampard will cope with Everton. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I think 
it'll be interesting to watch Villa now. They've changed managers and to see if he can sustain what this, you know, the, the game, the first game that he started in, the, you know, they did really well, didn't they? So there's, there's a lot of that. Chelsea, the money that the, the owners got now and and um, what they're going to do, you know, it, it, that, that will be another one that's interesting, won't it? To see, you know, because Tottenham, can Conte sustain that? Yeah. I mean, I mean he gets criticised for his style and what have you, but I think Tottenham have needed... I think they need to win summit now. They've got Absolutely. the best chance of winning. Silverware. Best chance of winning summit is with Conte. Mm. So um, just moving on, very very briefly. Yeah. You see these players coming back now. Would you need to do anything special as a manager to get them back in to club mode, if you like, after they've been away at a World Cup, or is it just right, lads? Sunshine's mm. over. Welcome back to the win. So let's crack on. I think it's just they'll, they'll all be talking about the stories with the, with the, the lads in the dressing room. What you know, things that happen, everything, mm. and the lads that that haven't been out there will be interested to listen to it all. Yeah. So I think I think it'll be good banter, a little bit different, but you know what players are like—they get back into that dressing room, and that's what I miss more than anything, Dave. Mm. I miss the dressing room. Yeah. I miss the banter when I walk in the door, and you know, <laughs> I see Sol Bamber in a pair of jeans, and I say, "What's your grandmother wearing today?" Sol? <laughs> you know, if you've got her clothes on. You know, things, I miss things like that. <laughs> like, um, and I think they, they'll all come back in now. I'll be looking forward to the second half of the season. And um, and quite rightly so. And I am as well, I must mm. admit. I think I there's think some great games coming up. I, I just think it, the only thing that disappoints me as a football person at 74 years of age is the fact that I thought we were desperate for VAR. Mm. And now I wish we'd just got goal line technology and nothing else now. <laughs> yeah. I never thought I'd say that. Yeah. When when we're at Cardiff, and I'll never forget that Chelsea goal going in two yards offside. And I thought, oh, for VAR. Mm, yeah. Well, as I, as I look at you here with the sun beating down on your face, there's there's not a, a hint of stress betrayed itself across that visage, Neil. You look very relaxed. You've been out talking to nature. This has once again been an absolute pleasure. Please like, subscribe, comment. Um, I know we've had a couple of weeks off, but if you're not going to celebrate a birthday, and I won't mention how old you are again, then what, what can you celebrate? <laughs> so that's why we'll be back at it next week. Neil, a pleasure as ever. Um, it's been wonderful to chat once again. Thanks to you all for listening. I'll leave the final word with you, Neil Warnock. Well, just take care. I mean, I just walked around the back of the house today and nearly went flying. <laughs> Ice everywhere, on the roads as well. You know, on the roads with the kids, I've said to the kids, be careful driving. You know, you can't be sprinting away anywhere be, everything's got to be cautious now you know we, because it's uh, and especially when you get older you know you can't be falling over and breaking your limbs you know you, nobody wants to go in hospital now so no, just be no. careful that's all amen to that and sorry for laughing at the fact that you nearly fell over but come on we both know that's, that's I know. kind of funny you would if you'd have seen it you'd have laughed <laughs> go careful Neil cheers cheers dude Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.